With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. Get driven. Stay driven.
the eye of the tiger. How's everybody doing? It's Chris Kelly here, live on Total Driven Radio. And it's Chris Kelly and Lillian from 80s TV. Uh, Lillian is traveling, as she was uh, the previous time that we were on. Last week we weren't on because of the Monday Night Eagles game, which most people want to forget. Uh, but the week before we were on, we had a great show. We talked about the 40th anniversary of uh, Rocky uh, from 1976. And it will be captured in one of our future um, webisodes coming soon in Season 2. Um, I want to invite everybody to call in this evening. Uh, we love your calls. We have guests from 8.30 to 9.30. But before that and after that, we're on air from 8 to 10. You can call the following number, 718 508 9883 and you can talk about everything 80s i think the topics today we're going to talk about um the anniversary of the pearl harbor attacks and uh maybe some of the prince movies like purple rain and under the cherry moon because um 2016 has really been a killer uh it's taken a lot of our idols um many many of them singers from all generations but i was thinking some from the 80s and the first one that popped in my mind was uh was prince if you remember anybody else from the 80s we lost this year, um, like the singer from uh, that song, Spin Me Right Round, uh, forgive me if I'm not remembering his name right now, uh, let us know. Call in, share your thoughts, your memories, uh, because we're on the countdown to a new year. And less than a month, we'll be hitting the year 201-2017. What will it bring? Uh, hopefully um, new times, new fun times, new good times, and uh, less death. That's what I hope for. Less death. So uh, let's see what's going on. Do I have any callers yet? What do we have here? Let me check with Mr. Messenger. Do we have any callers yet, Mr. Messenger? Not yet. So it's just me and me and anybody listening. <laughs> I love that. What's going on in today's news? Let's take a look. Uh, by the way, Lillian is traveling, but she will be calling in uh, when she leaves the plane. And I'm not joking. She is literally in transit right now, and uh, when she gets touches down and gets to her car, she's promised me that she wants to call in because she misses everybody. Okay. So top line on Google News. Jimmy Kimmel picks a sign of ABC uh, flexing its muscles in the wake of a new Academy deal. I don't know what that's about. The awards analyst says the extension to ABC's TV rights to deal with the Academy reached back in August may have come with an explicit understanding the network's late-night star finally would, would, get, to get, would get his shot. Um, I wonder if what that means or he's going to be hosting the next uh, Academy deal or not. Stay tuned. Number two in Google News, uh, we see Westworld creators uh, say the drama won't return before 2018. And, yeah, uh, Paul's here in the office, the studio, my partner at Full Line Productions, and he's also a fan. He said, what? Um, and if anybody else says, you probably have the same feeling. Uh, Westworld ended its first season Sunday night. Um, by the next morning, was already reaping accolades. The big-budget sci-fi series from the executive producers and creators of Jonathan Nolan and Lisa Joy was one of five television dramas uh, nominated, I'm assuming, for a uh, – what award? Academy Award? Emmy Award? I'm assuming an Emmy Award. Uh, let me open up the article. But, uh, yeah, a Writers Guild Award on Monday. I'm sorry. Um, 
But for anybody that's excited watching this, like I am, because there seems to be a lack of good sci-fi shows on right now, uh, you won't don't expect to see it until um, 2018. What else we got going on tonight? Not a big day for news. If you're here on the West Coast, it's getting kind of chilly. Uh, write us and let us know how it is uh, in your part of the world or your part of the country. Again, our number tonight is 718-508-9883. If you're wondering, uh, I didn't have time to write that number down. Um, you can uh, go to my Facebook page and you can uh, see the link there. I posted the link to the webisode if you know somebody's trying to find it, uh, the radio episode, I'm sorry, and the number to call in. So what else is going on this evening? How are you? Call in tonight. Tell me what you remember from the 80s. Um, or anything else you want to talk about. I always like to talk. I'm trying to find some good news here. Here we go. James Vanderbeek and Michelle Williams reunite 13 years at the Dawson Creek's finale. Who watched Dawson Creek? I admit it. I watched it. It was on WB. Um, I don't know what the reunion's about, but uh, check it out on Google News. We're a big fan of Google News here at uh, Chris Kelly from Ladies TV. Get all the right stuff right there on Google. Uh, let's see. Major League star Margaret Witten, best known for playing antagonist in Major League. Uh, she died on Sunday in Palm Beach, Florida after battling cancer. Uh, rip to actress Margaret Witten. What's next here? Madonna says she has friends who support Trump and reveals their reasoning. Um I'll tell you, I'll be honest, I don't speak politics on here. Um, I don't do it on Facebook. Uh, I see too many friendships lost. Uh, I've seen family members lose friends on Facebook over discussions, and uh, these are discussions. Um, I understand everybody feels passionately in one way or the other. We all do. I just don't think we should be losing friendships over uh, this this political uh, change that's going on. Um, When all we need to do most is uh, depend on each other to get through it all. So um, I'm not going to comment on anything political. Sorry, Madonna. What else do we see here? Mariah Carey has a new beau, uh, Brian Tanaka. He says he's had a thing. He's always had a thing for her and he loves her so much. That sounds nice. I don't know Brian, but uh, good luck, Brian. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2's teaser just broke an impressive Marvel record. So check that out. Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2. I still haven't seen Volume 1. Um, I've tried to talk my wife into it a few times. You know, when you sit there at the late night, probably around 9.30, you're like, let's watch one movie. And the two of you just can't find the right movie on Comcast. Um, it's always one of those movies that says, ah, maybe. And then it's a... Uh, an hour later, during the discussions, uh, it's no, and it's too late to watch any movie. But uh, it does look like a cool film, and uh, I would like to see the first one before I see the trailer for the second one. What's going on at TMZ this evening? Let's see. We have the Florence Henderson death certificate. She's had a history of, dark, of heart issues. And uh, we didn't talk about Florence Henderson the other week because uh, we were off. But let's talk about that. Who watched The Brady Bunch? Um, I think, believe it was shot in, what, the late 60s and uh, in the sense of the 70s. Um, a lot of uh, reunion shows for The Brady Bunch were in uh, 
in the 1980s as well. Um, did anybody have a crush on Florence Henderson? Um, I think we all did one way or another. I heard those rumors that maybe Greg Brady and her dated at one time or another. Um, but who knows? She did an excellent job in that role, and uh, she was a mother to many of us. And uh, she did pass away on November 24th. Um, rip to Florence Henderson. Who else? What's going on? Nicki Minaj on TMZ. Mentalhealth.org fires back. Miami video is no joke. What happens in the video? Nicki Minaj is getting more than social media backlash for posting a video of a woman losing it in Miami. Now a mental health organization is dressing her own, is dressing her down for allegedly mocking the woman. Um, the National Alliance for Mental Illness, uh, NAMI Miami, is sounding off. Just like several of Nikki's fans saying the clip is an invasion of the woman's privacy, which dehumanizes her. You can get more on TMZ.com. And uh, I could say that's not cool to make fun of uh, homeless people, especially since many of them do have a um, some kind of mental health issue. Um, I know because at one point in my life I was homeless for a short period of time. And um, the one thing I noticed and I've never forgotten is that most of the people that I would see sleeping outside and spoke with um, had some form of a mental health illness. And um, I wish the government somehow would get involved in uh, looking into homelessness uh, in general. But definitely – mental health issues and what it takes to get these people um, the help they need, whether it's in a doctor's office um, or stability with a roof over their head. We can spend millions on weapons and millions for deals with other companies, with other countries. Um, but we really need to spend money on all of our Americans. So Trump, if you're listening, um, let's make homelessness a top priority uh, in, in your agenda. I don't know if it's on there, but if it's not, please put it down. Anything else new in TMZ? Hmm. I don't see much. It's a very quiet day. Uh, but here in the East Coast, again, it's a cool night. Um, I want to hear what it's like where you are, and let me know where you're listening from, because I'm interested to see how far the reach goes. Uh, we did get done season one of our webisodes. Uh, the last episode we had was a Halloween episode, and... Um, we had so much support from everybody listening and watching, and uh, we really appreciate it. And I just want to let you know that um, season two will be coming in the next week or so. Um, I may put something out some, uh, on Wednesday, but I'm not quite sure yet. If I can finish it in time, I will. It will be a surprise and uh, to me <laughs> that I got it done. But uh, I want to invite everybody to please join us again along for the ride because um, I really appreciate it. What's going on today? What's going on in anybody's 80s memory? Um, what's going on in your life? Something you want to share? Um, please call in and let us know. The number again here is 718-508-9883. Let's check with Mr. Messenger. Hmm. No new news, Mr. Messenger? Quiet evening here in the Philadelphia suburbs. Gosh, there's no news today. It is very quiet, he says. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Lillian will be calling in uh, at some point. We do have Doug Eager. 
from the band Class of 84 calling in at uh, 8.30. And um, our movie reviewer, the movie guy 24-7, George Rother, will be calling in at 9. Um, and we'd like to have a good conversation with George because he just got out of the hospital. Uh, if you know George or want to hear more about it, please call in at 9 and uh, let's see how he's doing. But I did know he was released uh, today in his home and he's started to get back to uh, reviewing more movies and talking nothing but movies. But if you want to check out George's uh, reviews, you can check him out at themovieguy247.com. What else is going on today? So the anniversary of the Pearl Harbor attacks, I believe, is this week, right? December 7th, a, uh, a day that we remember in infamy. And I just want to find out some details on it because I – Hey, it's December 7th, 1941. Um, it's just sad. I mean, our generation, we've lived through um, 9-11, you know, an Oklahoma bombing. And uh, it's kind of scary, but at least we all heard stories of the Pearl Harbor attacks. And uh, we, um, we kind of knew things like that could happen. But for people back in 1941, they had no clue. We were here in the United States. We were untouchable. You know, we were strong. Nobody could ever cross the Atlantic or Pacific and, and come hurt us. But here they did, and we were unprepared. And uh, this will be the 75th anniversary of the attack. Um, we have an opportunity to honor the sacrifice and dedication of our greatest generation, both civilian and military. That's when men were men and women were women. Um, not that we aren't now. But um, I'm an old-fashioned type of guy, and I like the old-fashioned uh, uh, music and music from the 40s and, and 30s. Um, I love all that old stuff. So I'm just an old guy at heart. Don't take no offense to that, to that statement. <laughs> um, but I can just remember all those who lost their lives that day. Um, it's a date which will live in infamy. If anybody has a family member that um, recalls uh, Pearl Harbor, uh, the attacks, or lived through it, um, please call in and share your story because I want to hear about it. Um, I want to give uh, deserved appreciation and uh, tell history while we can because there's there's kids today who who may not hear those stories and I want to I want to keep the memories alive, such as uh, the tragedies of our lifetime, like uh, 9/11 and the Oklahoma bombing, as I said. Um, so many sad moments in American history, although we have so many proud moments. You can never uh, celebrate the loss of lives, um, especially when they're taken so violently. We can celebrate lives um, the way people lived, but we can't bring back people that were just taken um, so heartlessly, uh, and it's very sad. I salute those um, in the military now and the military in the future and definitely those of the past. I'm definitely a supportive person of our U.S. military, and um, – we appreciate all that you do. So, again, if anybody has any stories about Pearl Harbor, I want to hear about it. Please call in this evening and uh, let us know about it. The number here, again, is 718-508-9883. Something else I want to talk about tonight I think I mentioned is uh, Prince. Um, Prince was taken, one of the icons that was taken from us this year in 2016, and uh, he had two movies that I can recall. He had uh, Purple Rain, 
and he had uh, Under the Cherry Moon. Um, if anybody has any memories about either one, uh, please call in. And uh, I want to I want to talk about it. Purple Rain was a great song too, by the way, wasn't it? But I think each episode now until the end of the year, I want to focus on somebody that we lost this year that had a connection to the 80s uh, that we lost here in this year, 2016. Uh, the description on IMDb uh, about Purple Rain, if you never saw it, which came out on July 27th, 1984, I was 14. How old were you? The description says on IMDb, a young musician tormented by an abusive situation at home must contend with a rival singer um, who was Morris Day at the time, uh, Morris Day and the time, uh, and the burgeoning romance uh, also blossoms. And his own dissatisfied band as the star begins to rise. So he's somebody kind of based on his own life from what I understand. And uh, it, it, he competes with another musician, as it says, who ends with the Morris Day in the time again. And um, a love story happens. We were introduced to, uh, I believe, Apollonia and Vanity uh, in that movie. And I remember just walking down the street in 1984 uh, after it came to cable television. And ironically, it was after a rainstorm. (laughs) And uh, I was so moved by the movie and thought it was so cool. Prince was just a cool guy uh, with his outfits and the motorcycle he was riding in the movie. Um, it's just inspirational to know that he, he did that all himself, the film, and uh, it's kind of like based on his life. And uh, that song, Purple Rain, who can't forget it? Um, every now and then I start hearing it and uh, it stays in your head all day, every day for weeks. <laughs> um, but who remembers Purple Rain? If you remember and want to talk about it, uh, give us a call. You can also write us on uh, Facebook. We have a, um, a website again at Chris Kelly www.chriskellyfrom80stv.com You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on YouTube. And you can find me on Twitter at ChrisKellyTV. It wouldn't allow me to fit Chris Kelly from 80s TV. But you can find me at Chris Kelly uh, from 80s TV. Uh, I'm sorry, Chris Kelly TV on Twitter. So check us out. I'm lonely this evening. Lillian's not here. Um, not time for my guests. And nobody's calling in. Where is everyone? Then call and say hello. Because some days we don't have a, a chance to breathe and people are waiting on the call. <laughs> I sound desperate. But I just want to talk to people. Say hi. How's it going? What else is going on this evening? What do we got? Let me see maybe regular regular news because... Uh, Entertainment news isn't so entertaining this evening. Hmm. Top stories in the world. Oh, how about uh, Standing Rock in North Dakota? I was pleased last night to see that the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers decided to halt any further digging uh, for the oil pipeline there. Um, I knew earlier that day... uh, Wesley Clark Jr., the former son of the General Wesley Clark, had showed up with about 2,000 American veterans who were there to stand by those uh, at Standing Rock and provide support. Um, and I'm glad uh, didn't, nothing escalated um, after they arrived. And uh, to hear this news was elating. I know that 
in today's world, nothing is set in stone, so it may change again. But let's hope for the best and hope that that uh, this pipeline can be built around uh, that sacred ground there. Uh, we don't want the water to be uh, uh, ruined from the oil pipeline being installed. And we don't want to disturb any um, indigenous American Indian grave sites. Um, how disrespectful would that be? It's like somebody going into uh, St. Dennis Cemetery in Havertown, Pennsylvania, putting a pipeline in there where my grandmother and several friends of mine are laid out, uh, all because they want to bring oil in there. Um, so if I look at it in those terms, I can definitely see and I can respect um, the dignity and respect that these people are asking for their, their ancestors. So uh, cheers and congratulations to anyone standing behind uh, Standing Rock, uh, North Dakota. Anyone who has, has been there or provides support again, Cohen, tell us about that too. Uh, we got five minutes. I also want to remind everyone that I posted about seven videos this weekend that seem to be on fire <laughs> on the official Dance Party Dancing on Air uh, Facebook group page. Um, I love doing that, and I appreciate uh, Omni and Nice Bids. Uh, Michael Nice and his team uh, there for allowing us to share our memories there. Um, there are a lot of cool videos are posted. And um, check them out. Uh, join that Facebook page if you haven't already. Um, Christelle Eberts uh, is also involved, um, and she's an administrator on the page. She also shares a lot of good information and stories and photos. Um, she's also the executive producer of The New Dancing on Air. Uh, which I think season two may be coming soon. So stay tuned. Let's see what's going on. In other parts of the world, um, Shannon Dory, if you're out there and you're listening, if you get this message, there's a whole generation of your fans and friends who are pulling for you. That's somebody I've been watching uh, faithfully to make sure that she's uh, doing okay. Um, she has cancer, as everybody knows. And uh, she's a superstar. Shannon, we're, we're pulling for you and we're saying prayers for you. And uh, keep on fighting because um, we don't want to lose you. And uh, cancer is an evil, evil thing, uh, disease. And we're hoping that uh, maybe next year, instead of taking lives, maybe we can come out with a, a cure finally to stop this disease. Um, it's got to come at some point. Um, it takes too many people I know. Too many people that you know, and uh, just has to come to an end. All right, we're going to go to a uh, commercial break uh, in a minute. And when I come back, hopefully my next caller will be on the line. Uh, if not, I want you to call, and you could be the next caller. Again, that number is 718-508-9883. I'm Chris Kelly here live from Toto Driven Radio. And that's Chris Kelly from 80s TV. Stay tuned and hang on. We'll be back in one minute. For $5 today, you can buy a wealth of things. Gas for your car, rent a movie for the family, a few slices of pizza. $5 still takes you a long ways. But did you know that $5 can buy your child a bag of heroin in the streets? That's right. With only $5, your son or daughter can buy some of the cheapest and purest dope in the country. Be aware of the lies. Be aware of the stealing. Be aware that's all it takes to kill your child. 
$5. This message was brought to you by Casey's Cause, a group of parents located in southern Chester County out to save your child's life. Come join us today at www.caseyscause.com. And remember, $5 is all it takes. Casey's Cause, www.caseyscause.com. Looking for that perfect gift for your girlfriend? Then look no further than Teddy Scares. Teddy Scares are available in a variety of styles, sizes, and prices for all your shopping needs. Teddy Scares are a mix of cute and creepy to make a great gift for almost any age. Board up your windows, lock your doors, and log on to teddyscares.com. And be sure to become our friends at facebook.com slash teddyscares. Calling all comic book fans. Do you collect comics? Did you ever collect comics? Do you think your children might like reading comic books? Do you even know they still print real, paper, non-digital comic books? Well, then visit the Pirates of Ontario Street Comics in Philadelphia. We have a massive collection of comic books, action figures, trading cards, and much more. We have one of the largest stocks of back-issue comics in the area. We bag and board every new comic book at no extra charge. Our store is voted the best comic book shop in the 2013 PHL 17 Hot List Contest. Part of the movie Unbreakable is filmed in our store. We are open seven days a week. Ontario Street Comics is located at 2235 East Ontario Street in the Port Richmond section of Philly. Our phone number is 215-288-7338. Type in the words Ontario Comics Philadelphia to check out our Wacky Stores page on Facebook. Are you looking for a mortgage for that new home? Do you want to refinance to a lower rate, obtain cash out, or consolidation? If so, call Anthony Muscarella of Advisors Mortgage Group. Advisors Mortgage Group is a mortgage banker and loan our own money to first lien mortgage loans. We have built a platform for a seamless and stress-free mortgage process, which remains our number one goal for all of our customers. We understand that success cannot be obtained without teamwork and communication, two of our most important strengths. If you're looking to apply for a loan or simply Simply have some questions. Please don't hesitate to give Anthony Muscarella a call at 732-749-3333, extension 12, who, by the way, has been recognized by Mortgage Executive Magazine as being one of the top 1% of originators in America. That number again, call Anthony Muscarella at 732-749-3333, extension 12, where we tailor our loans to meet your needs. Advisors Mortgage Group is an equal housing opportunity lender licensed by the New Jersey Department of Banking and Insurance. Branch NMLS number 173453. Loan Officer NMLS number 111400. Hello. <coughs> uh, <coughs> I had to clear my throat there. I'm sorry. It's Chris Kelly from HTV Live on Totally Driven Radio. It is uh, this Monday, December 5th. And we're reminiscing about the 75th anniversary of the Pearl Harbor attacks and the great 80s idol, Prince, um, his movies and his music uh, we could talk about tonight. Uh, we're going to try and feature one uh, 80s icon taken from us uh, in 2016 uh, and the rest of the shows throughout the rest of the year. And right now I'll introduce a good friend of mine. He's in the band... Um, Class of 84, Canadian's tribute band. And I can tell you, they just don't bring the music, they bring the party. If you want to go back to the 80s, check out the band of 84. Uh, the band is actually called the Class of 84, excuse me. And you can find out more about them on Facebook and on YouTube. 
But right now is my friend Doug Eager on the line. How you doing, Chris? There he is. <laughs> How are you, man? I'm doing great. Doing great. How about that Eagles loss last week? Yeah, that was that was rough. I uh, I I didn't watch much of it to tell you the truth. It was it wasn't looking very good. <laughs> and uh, that was last week, and again, then again yesterday. So uh, Eagles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, take your uh, medicine. Yeah, I, I, have, and, uh... I haven't been able to get my uh, free Dunkin' Donuts coffee for a while. <laughs> we uh, we're all pulling for it. I'm pulling for the Eagles. I, I hate to go in a bandwagon and hate them, but uh, it would be nice to get some nice wins, you know. Yeah, you know they're 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 a young team. They got a young quarterback. You know the coach mm-hmm. is new and and everything. So, you know it's it's a, it's a rebuilding season. Hopefully they can make a couple moves in the off season and and uh, come back strong next year. You know, I mean Carson Wentz, like you said, he's he's a, he's a rookie. He's got a lot of great potential. I think I think they'd like to see them pick up some kind of uh, an older player. You know, somebody that's kind of like a veteran. Who can uh, yeah. lead them? Yeah, that would I mean, be nice. the coach that probably would help them a lot. Yeah, the coach is a former Eagle, but I like to see a former player come back and help. I think that's that's yeah. something they're lacking yeah. a little bit of cohesiveness. So it'll it'll all come together. Yeah. Um, we missed you last week, but we did, we weren't here either. So you had a good week. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 took my, I took my daughter out to see a stand up at the Springfield Mall, so I was tied up there. Was it crazy or what? It was. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't so bad, but um, it was. Uh, I guess like bring your pet to see Santa also at the same time. Oh, I bet Santa and, loves uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize how many people actually brought their pets to see Santa. I guess it's a, it's a thing now, you know. Well, maybe it's always <laughs> been a thing. I don't know. I I never brought my pet to see Santa. I have a cat, so no. um, I I don't think the dogs would have liked that too much. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that's a little crazy. My kids are uh, three and five, and yeah. uh, we've tried every year to take them to Santa, and they're terrified of Santa. <laughs> the most my one daughter got to was maybe within five feet because the jingle bells were on the ground, and uh, she picked them up and shook them, but she ran as soon as he said, ho, 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 and smiled. Oh, that's funny. Uh, my, my little girl, she loves them, and she's she had a whole list written out, and ready to read him and, and of course you know he's he puts her on on his lap and she's reading this list off and he's looking at her like man this kid's got like 10 different things on here <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah but it yeah, was no, uh, it's a good time to... mm-hmm. christmas it's all over the place it's here again um yeah i keep i keep hearing the uh you know the um the band-aid song the christmas yeah. one which i love has all the mm-hmm. artists from, uh, I guess they're from Europe or I don't know if they're specifically mm-hmm. from England, but most of them are. So, and that's a great yeah. song. I saw somebody, um, right yesterday brought tears to their eyes to see the video again and hear the music. And I can see that cause I remember being like, in, I don't know if I was in uh seventh or eighth grade, but I, uh, it was, it was moving, you know, it was catchy soon. And yeah, you know, there was nothing trying to help people. Uh, Absolutely. And I, I remember watching impactful. the video and trying to figure out, you know, who all the artists were and, and looking at them and, and, but yeah, but even now, like I, I really like the song. I like the way the song's written and it's a great, the guy who did it, Bob Geldof was uh, just a great songwriter and um, he really put together an amazing project. Yeah. I like Bob Geldof, uh, Bob Geldof uh, for two reasons. I liked his old band, the Boomtown Rats. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, tell me why I don't like Mondays. I just love that. Yep, club. yep. <laughs> and uh, I'm a huge Pink Floyd fan. And, uh, of course, he yeah. plays Pink Floyd in the movie The Wall. Oh, okay, um, okay. So if I if I watch uh, The Wall, it's Bob Geldorf. Uh, I don't like to say Geldorf. I did. I did. I did a webisode about it and uh, live aid, and I kept saying when I heard it back, I'm like, why am I keep saying Geldorf? I don't know why. <laughs> Geldorf. I'm sorry, Bob. It's we'll have Monday. to call him, him on the Monday. show, and then maybe you'll, yes. uh, you know, <laughs> uh, call him, Bob. We want to hear about it. <laughs> we'll try to make that. Happen. Um, <laughs> you know, I actually when we did the informational piece uh, webisode on live aid, I didn't know this. But uh, I did my research. I uh, found out that, that he wanted Live Aid to be like a one-time event that, um, you know, you couldn't buy a video footage of it or anything. He just wanted everything to be – anything that was aired, he wanted it to be trashed. I think oh, really? It may have been, yeah, and it may have been VH1 that streamed it and uh, a mainstream channel too, like ABC or somebody. But uh, somebody didn't destroy the footage, and um, – it started going underground and people were paying big bucks for it. So you had no choice but to uh, <laughs> let, allow people to buy the footage. And um, I mean, rightfully so. I, I'd be upset if I couldn't see the footage of the actual live aid um, event, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that, that was so, such an uh, iconic moment. I mean, that was just mm-hmm. a, a great thing he did. And, and it was all for a good cause. And that, that's the best part about it, you know? Mm-hmm. What's going on with the uh, class of 84? Anything new this week? Uh, we're uh, we're kind of wrapping things up for this year. We don't have anything else scheduled for December, so we're just kind of settling in right now for the holidays and stuff. But we got a whole bunch of stuff coming up, and we actually got a a new show added today, which uh, mm-hmm. you know I think I mentioned earlier to you is that um, we're going to be trying to host our well, we're not going to be trying to, we're going to be hosting uh, a show with you and Lillian on uh, mm-hmm. April 29th and that's going to mm-hmm. be at uh, a taste of Key West which is here in Morton, Delaware County. And mm-hmm. that's going to be a great show. We can actually officially start promoting it and putting the word out and getting everybody that wants to get crazy 80s uh down there. We're going to do the same thing as last year, so it's our second annual 80s fest. Um so it's going to be, you know, costume contests and we're going to do trivia and, you know, we'll hand out some prizes and we're going to have um, trinkets and stuff for everybody to wear glow necklaces and slap bracelets and all sorts of stuff mm-hmm. that we can pass around. So it's going to be a good time. And uh, I, I got a, a great feeling. We're going to pack the place and just have an all out, all out good time. I have no doubt. I'm super excited for it. I want you and the band to come up to, uh, to the studio so we can shoot a, uh, a promo together. Yeah. <laughs> we tried to do it last time. Yeah. But uh, let's do it for real this time. Absolutely, uh, absolutely, yeah. It's, it's going to be good. It's going to be a big event, you know. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to get everybody that that is in Delaware County and earshot of Delaware County to come on out. So it's going to mm-hmm. be a lot of fun. I can't wait to see everybody dressed up. That's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this before, but anybody listening for the first time, um, I emceed this uh, party for them last year, and it was a total blast. Um, when I say they bring the party, not just about the music, they do. They bring the whole time period back to you with the uh, costume events. Uh, was was near Christmas. We had somebody. The winners of the costume contest were dressed as the Griswolds. Yeah. Um, from your, <laughs> from uh, uh, 
family vacation Christmas party uh, movie. So it was full of of, of uh, cool events, cool music. We had a lot of giveaways, and uh, I'm happy to be able to do it again this year. So stay tuned to my page, Lillian's page, and Doug's page, and the band's page. <laughs> All on Facebook yeah. and keep listening. It's going to be all over details. the place. You're not, you're not going to be able to escape mm-hmm. it. <laughs> we may even have, maybe we'll even do like a, a, a ticket giveaway if for a contest on here, you know, or something online. Yeah, um, that would be great. Absolutely. Let's, uh, let's get that going. Some kind of, well, there's some good, tough trivia. Doug yeah, is it's going to be fun. We're, we're going to be, we're going to be putting out a uh, save the date soon. So, you know, everybody who's on Facebook and, and wherever else, you know, be on the lookout for that. Again, it's going to be April 29th. It's a Saturday. Um, it's it's going to be you know a great a great event down at the Taste of Key West in uh, Delaware County here. So, and for anybody that doesn't know, the Taste of Key West used to be called the Morton Tap Room. Um, that's right. So if you yep. know where the Morton Tap, if you know where the Morton Tap Room was, that is now is it the Taste of Key West? A Taste of Key West. Yep. Okay. So check that out. We'll be giving more information as, as Doug said. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Lillian has uh, is still traveling again, Doug. Um, yeah. What are, what are we going to do with her? She's all over the planet. <laughs> um, she is, no lie, probably just arriving in Philadelphia Airport now. <laughs> and it's, uh, you know, it's, be calling it's, uh, in. it's tough. It's tough being a celebrity. You know how it is, right? <laughs> you got you got to never make get it all her happen, breath. But she does it, right? <laughs> Lillian, we're waiting for you to go. She swore to me she's going to call in when she gets to her car. So uh, we'll probably get a call somewhere in between. <laughs> oh, we have—we actually have a caller on hold uh, who says, named David, who has seen the class of 84. Wants to hide him real quick? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Hey, David, are you on the line? Yeah, I'm still here. Big fan. I, I actually saw these guys, believe it or not, in uh, New Jersey over at the River Deck. That was in the okay. summer, beginning of the summer. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. How are you doing, Dave? It's a good show, a lot of fun. Fantastic. It's an honor to, to, to call in and get to talk to you. Oh, great. Yeah, no, no the River Deck. I remember. It's a great place. Phenomenal place. And I'll give you a quick story, and then I'll let you guys go. Um, and if sure. you could give out the website one more time later on, that'd be great as well. But uh, just sitting here listening. But I, I did see these guys. It was a great party, great atmosphere, a lot of family fun, and Actually, their drummer propositioned me for gay sex and then blew me in the men's room. Um, it was a lot of wow. fun. You know this guy? It, it you know this guy, Doug? No. It is New Jersey, but um, actually it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, and, and I can tell you that I wish I could have got the bass player, but he was knuckled deep in, into some transvestite under the boardwalk, so it was a little bit different. Oh, wow. But, uh, uh, I had a good for time. Calling. I really did. Thank <laughs> you. I recognized you. I knew I recognized that guy. <laughs> Is he wearing nice? You remember his legs? He have nice legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Douche. <laughs> oh man, not cool, man. Not cool. He had a good radio voice though, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did. I was like, man, this guy's a professional. I, I see, I see um, a new line of work for him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and nothing against gay sex. I like gays, um, like all types of people on this earth. So I don't know what that guy was talking about. Everybody's human. <laughs> no need to cut people down, dude. Uh, um, and by the way, Doug, just for the record, is not gay. Doug's married with a wonderful family. <laughs> um, 
haters hate, and uh, that's why they hate because they're haters. That's right. Anyway, <laughs> we were going to talk about um, music of Prince because uh, Prince died uh, this year. Yeah. I'm trying to think of uh, different icons we lost in 2016, and uh, he's one of the big ones I think from the 80s. Do you remember what when you, oh, where you were when you heard that that he died? Uh, I don't remember exactly where I was. I think I, I, I got it just on like a, a, like a text and, you know, it just, it was a, like an AP news thing. And it just said that, um, you know, as, as they do most of the time, they just said like a body was found in, in Paisley park, you know, in, in the house of, of Prince. And of course, you know, you, then you have to wait a good, you know, eight or 10, 10 hours until they have to verify that it actually is him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I saw that first and I said, you know, it's, it's probably him. Usually when they put that out, it's cause they just don't want to assume that it's him, but it, it be, you know, then a few hours later you find out that it was, um, yeah. so yeah, just, just real sad. I mean, he was, I mean, he's arguably one of the greatest, uh, performers and writers and, and musicians out there. Um, I mean, and, and the eighties, you know, he was putting out almost an album every year, you know, and, you know, yeah. some of them were better than others. They, he had a couple that didn't do so well, but it really, it's not that they were bad. It's just that they really didn't do as well compared to some of the other ones like purple rain or, or, you know, sign of the times and things like that. Right. So, you know, um, but, um, he's just great. It's a shame. It's a, it's a big loss to the music community. Um, and, uh, really love, I love a lot of his work. And even some mm-hmm. of the the hits that that weren't uh, his biggest hits are some of his best best loved music, you know. Mhm. Yeah, I remember uh, um, the that that darling Nikki song from Purple Rain. Remember that was banned for oh, a little while. Man. Yeah. <laughs> um, how cool yeah. was that song? <laughs> it was like I, I I was in Atlanta at the time, so of course, like you know, the radio stations wouldn't play it, and if they did, I think there was like a modified version of it, you know. Yeah. Um. But uh, that was just, uh, I was, you know, 13 when that album came out. And, man, I'll tell you, what a, what a game changer for me. I I must have listened to it a thousand times, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a great a great album. And, uh, you know, and then, then he follows it up with everything else throughout the 80s. And I remember, mm-hmm. you know, you mentioned something about Under the Cherry Moon. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that had, uh, what was it, Kiss was the big single from that? Mm-hmm. Was Ryan Beret on that, or was that somewhere else? The kids, no, uh, that was on um, an album called "Around the World in a Day," and okay. that actually uh, was right before it. There, uh, the album "Parade," which came out after "Around the World in a Day," which uh, actually was kind of like the soundtrack to the movie, although it was mm-hmm. it had, a, I think, a little bit of both. It had like a soundtrack, plus it had some new material on it as well. Yeah. Um. But yeah. But I love Raspberry Beret. I love Pop Life. That's another great, great song. Uh, what was some of the other ones he had? Um, of course, Sign of the Times. And then he had, uh, who was the girl that uh, did his, um, the duet, You Got the Look, with Sheena Easton. Remember that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she had some hits of her own uh, as well. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, remember, in the early 80s, Sheena Easton was, was all, you know, kind of clean cut and, and, talking about her boyfriend taking the early morning train and all that. And then Prince mm-hmm. got a hold of her and like got her all sexy looking and, and, uh, you know, <laughs> got her singing, got her singing about uh, sugar walls and things like that. 
<laughs> it was crazy stuff. Um, Mr. Messenger just uh, said he's sorry as well, Doug. He, he he didn't know if that guy was for real or not. I'm just uh, the more I'm thinking about. It, I'm just enraged at people thinking uh, they're so cool and cool. cool and stuff like that. But uh, again, you know, it's the celebrity life, up. right? Yeah. <laughs> so I apologize if anybody heard that and was offended. Um, it's just not cool. Anyway. Uh, what else do we got going on? I was trying to see what's going on tonight in uh, in trivia entertainment news, man. It's a boring night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I couldn't find any good gossip uh, news, entertainment news, or anything. Like uh, I was I I was actually trying to look up some myself, and I think it must be like I was trying to find out things that were specific to December, and it must be the month, you know, maybe because of the holidays and whatnot. But it is kind of a quiet time, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did see this I whole Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt child visit, visitation changes his hands uh, of therapists. Like, come on, why do we need to hear about this stuff in the news? Like, uh, <laughs> personal stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Some people want to know. They want to know. Make a new movie for us. I want to hear about this crap. Like, uh, sorry it didn't work out, but um, stop with BS, you know. <laughs> uh, and maybe it's the news people. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably a little bit of everything. I tell you, you know, like um, I've I've been to Los Angeles a couple times, and and it is crazy just to be out there, and um, like you know, people are just up and down the streets, and they follow these celebrities, and uh, it's it's got to be a tough life, you know, because everything, Mm -hmm. like you said, everything you do is under the microscope, and and uh, while I really doesn't. entertain me as far as what all of the, the, the celebrities are doing, but a lot of people do want to know. And so. mm-hmm. What was good? Let's see what was big in uh pick a year in 19 in the eighties. And I'm going to find out the biggest hit. First one. Pick a year. Yeah. Uh, 1987. Off the top of your head, what do you think is the, the biggest pop hit that year? Uh, let's see, 1987, um, I don't know, maybe something by Madonna, Janet Jackson. Oh. I'll tell you, I wonder if we play a game with you, maybe you can figure it out. Okay. Uh, the number one song from 1987, I'll tell you, it was a female band. Okay. I'd love to do this with callers one night. We should do. We should set that up. Um, and... It's got to be. I'm already going to guess. I'm already going to guess. Okay. Got to be Bangles. <laughs> there you go. What's the song? With Eternal Flame. No. Close. No, that wasn't the biggest one. Mm. It's got four four words in the title. Walk like an Egyptian. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's according to Billboard Year End Hot 100 singles. That's interesting. Yeah. I, I I assumed <laughs> that Eternal Flame was like their their biggest hit of all. Well, it could have been. Maybe it was in later. I don't know when it came out. But um. I love the band. Yeah, I thought it was a thing. I, 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 yeah. I love all female bands. Like it's just cool. I like to see them rock out. You know. The Bangles was, believe it or not, my very first concert. I saw them at the Man Music Center, and oh, really? um, I saw them with Kelly Ripa. We won a dance really? contest on on Dancing <laughs> on Air that that day, <laughs> and they gave us tickets. It was my first oh, date with Kelly. Uh, it was my first music concert, and. Uh, I can say it was the Bengals. Uh, it wasn't, probably wasn't my first album I ever bought, but uh, they were cool. They were kind of hot too, you know. No, but, but I like. Did the they music. have like an, an opening act, or was it just them? 
be honest with you, I can't recall, man. Yeah. I remember sitting. Just I remember being like, at the man. <laughs> I just remember being at the outside and just being cool. But I remember them, the band goes, I can't remember if there was an opening band, but there probably was. Yeah. Good question. I shouldn't see if I could find I was that. Like, I was like to hear stories of like when you see a bigger band, like a big band, and like there's a smaller band that opens up, but it, then it ends up like the smaller band ends up being like a big band later on. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. It's always good oh, stories. Yeah, I, was, I don't have any of those stories right now, but it's always fun to hear them. <laughs> no, I was watching something the other day. I think it was uh, like I was going through my old VHS tapes from my Dance on Air days and stuff, and uh, they had a new data entertainment update for a while on the show, and somebody was talking about uh, oh the band Cinderella. I think used to open up for Guns and Roses or Bon Jovi or somebody, and uh, they turned out to be like a big band for a while uh, here. In, yeah, in, yeah, in, I, I, I saw Cinderella when they were on uh, the tour with Bon Jovi. They played down at the Spectrum. And um, mm-hmm. they were really good, just really good, uh, nice live show. Exactly, you know, what you kind of would think that they would put on. But um, mm-hmm. it was really good. You're right, yeah, they were a little bit smaller. I mean, they were – I think they were more well-known in this area because a lot of them were from here. Um, yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, they were they were still good. I think in Atlanta, like, they weren't as well-known, but they were still, um, you know, still a really popular rock band. Yeah. Yeah, no, they were cool. What they had, they had, they didn't have a big hit though. Wasn't there one? Didn't they have one big one? Um, yeah, they had that. Um, it was uh, the the ballad. Don't know what you got till it's gone. That's it. Yeah. You remember that? It had a nice little piano intro. <laughs> let me see if I can. Let me see if I can bring that up. Okay. And I Cinderella. forget Tom Kiefer is that the lead singer? Singing. I mean, he's mm-hmm. got a voice that's almost it's unmistakable. Yeah, look for "Don't Know What You Got gone. Till It's Gone." Don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> See, that's when everybody had their monster ballad, right? I'm not putting the volume up so the commercials go away. Somebody was telling me today <laughs> that television is going to be the same way. You can skip the ad <laughs> at some point, but you have to pay for it. Uh, hold on. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's like 10 or 20 bucks a month or something. But. Mm-hmm. There we go. There it is. Can you hear it? Yep. He had a cool voice. Um. <laughs> okay, we have to give for back. We're back. For <laughs> listen to us, Cinderella. Don't know what you got till it's gone, guys. Reminiscent to your 1987. Oh, this is 1987. What is this? This is uh. I remember. Oh, it was 1988. Yep. 88. Okay. Mhm. There it goes. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Big drums kick in. Cool. <laughs> there we go. Do it one more time, guys. You can do it. <laughs> 
I want to shot this uh, in Jersey because they're local. And the video's in like an anonymous beach, but it looks like it would be like LBI or something. Oh, really? Uh, and now I'm, looking, I'm looking at ruins in the background. I don't know. I don't know where this is. Huh. Anyway, we're, we're talking about local bands that made it from the area. Um, that opportunity is opening bands in the 80s. And uh, Cinderella was a local band. A lot of them are here from up at Arby. And uh, I know you probably know people that know them. I have some good friends that know them as well. Uh, Jeff Labar. Well, I, always, I always knew somebody that, like, knew somebody, you know? Yeah, same here. <laughs> it always, always. seems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, like, you know, like, just playing in a band in general, like, growing up, you'd always have people try out, or maybe you went to a, a, a place to try out, and, and there might be somebody there that said, you know, they were, uh, you know, they were somehow related to the tour that happened back in 1987 or something, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, Bay, Mr. Messenger says he has his lighter in the air after hearing that. Bay, Bay's <laughs> actually a bass player, I believe. Um, yeah. He's in a couple of bands, the bands too. I don't know if you, if you ever heard the Dead, Dead Gerber Babies Bay you were in? Or, um, oh, he plays guitar, not the bass. I'm sorry. Yeah, Dead Gerber Babies. <laughs> With a good friend of mine, Anthony Montone. I don't, do you know Anthony Montone from Upper Darby at all? No. Um, but uh, Bay actually would meet a lot of. Still, have you ever, ever met anybody from Cinderella Bay? Do you know those guys? We're talking to him through Messenger right now. Uh, he says okay. yes and yes. <laughs> <laughs> he, usually, he usually pops a photo up when I mention a name. I was shocked why he didn't this time. <laughs> Uh, he said he has had Jeff and Tom both on his uh, on his show, Totally Driven, that comes on on Thursday nights. Ah, cool. Um, Very cool. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is Tom Kiefer, and you're listening to Totally Driven Radio. Sweet. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Nice. <laughs> I know uh, Lillian was excited to hear her. Uh, they actually played her. He actually finally got Lillian's identification message uh, last time that she was on. <laughs> Hi, I'm we Lillian, all... and you're listening to Totally Driven Radio. <laughs> yeah. See, Lillian, you are here. <laughs> <laughs> I should get that as my ringtone. I <laughs> <laughs> love that. Uh, Lillian, we're waiting. He says, the bass says, that's the only way we hear her now. LOL. Yes, it is true. Where is she? <laughs> Lillian, where are you? And we want Selena back on to play a uh, question game with Selena, Lillian's daughter. She uh, was a lot of fun that time. <laughs> Asking somebody from, not from the 80s questions about the 80s is uh, it's actually kind of fun. We had fun that night, so I say we do it again. <laughs> um, I know at 9 o'clock we have uh, – I know you can't stay long tonight, but 9 o'clock we have uh, – George is online. He's actually been in the hospital this week. He, I saw uh, that. Just, he had uh, yeah. appendix or something, right? Appendix burst, and uh, it must have been inside of him for a couple of days. It must have been so painful. I can't – I've heard of people having their appendix uh, removed, but the pain up until that moment was so excruciating. So I can't imagine his burst, and it happened a few days before he went to the hospital, um, what that pain was like. So uh, – yeah, oh, I can't even imagine. I, I've never had anything like that, but it's apparently supposed to be really, really horrible. So, yeah, um, he's online. Let's he's bring okay. him on. Yeah, can you stay okay. for a couple minutes, or you got to go? Yep, sure. All right, cool. Um, so we want to introduce our next our next uh, celebrity guest caller on our show every week. That is George Rother, uh, otherwise known as the Movie Guy twenty four seven. George, are you healthy? Are you alive? And are you there? 
the jury's still out on whether I'm alive, but I guess I'm in pretty good health. <laughs> Man, um, I can't imagine the pain that you were in. It was pretty bad. And the funny thing is, you know, it's like I'm sitting there with these stomach pains, and I figured mm-hmm. it was just nerves. So I just figured just ignore it. So by the time Monday rolled. You're a tough guy, man. <laughs> you have a high Thanks. tolerance for pain. I've, no, I've heard, seriously, I've heard people, um, Lillian's daughter, uh, her appendix was removed earlier this year. She's only like uh, 19, but she was in so much pain. I can't, I, I feel bad for you, dude. I can't imagine what that was feeling like. But um, Well, by the time last Monday night rolled around, I knew yeah. I had to go into the ER and, well, it was just a very messy and painful week, but I got out mm-hmm. yesterday, and I'm actually feeling pretty good now. That's yeah, great. That's good to hear. So, I understand you guys wanted to talk about Prince movies tonight. We did, and I had another thought, too, in addition to that. Um, okay. Because this, this week is also the uh, 75th anniversary of um, uh, the attack on Pearl Harbor. And uh, there was a movie done with Ben Affleck on Pearl Harbor. Uh, I'm not a big Ben Affleck fan. Oh, was Pearl Horrible about... from 2001. Yes, yes, that's the <laughs> way I remember it as well. <laughs> okay, aside from the attack, aside from the actual <laughs> attack on Pearl Harbor, which was well done, mm-hmm. it was some goopy love story. Oh, please! Yeah. That movie was and, awful. <laughs> and wasn't it? And wasn't it the girl from uh, one of my favorites? It was uh, the girl from uh, Underworld, right? Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Oh, not only can I not stand Ben Affleck, but he's like making out with Kate Beckinsale. I'm like, dude, get out of here. <laughs> get lost. Now I went. I attended a screening of that movie, and mm-hmm. in the audience were a bunch, were some World War II vets. Mm-hmm. So I really had to keep my opinions to myself as I left the movie. It's like, let's not uh, offend the vets that were actually in World War II. Let's just quietly leave. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I agree. I agree. Uh, but uh, now, we're talking about Prince movies. We're trying. We're trying to remember um, you know, celebrities that we lost this year. There's been so many of them. But I'll, the first one that came to my mind that was related to the '80s was. Uh, was Prince, you know. Well, well first of all, I don't know that. if you, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but we just lost another celebrity. We lost Margaret Whitten. Now you may remember her mm-hmm. from Major League as the evil mm-hmm. team owner. Mm-hmm. She uh, passed yeah, away to cancer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. So I mentioned that earlier. That uh, I said this cancer. I said maybe in 2017 they'll finally, hopefully, find a, uh, a cure. Oh, that would be um, great. Because, I mean, somebody I've been watching faithfully um, that I'm a fan of is, uh, um, I'm sorry, uh, Shannon Doherty. Because uh, she's very sick and she's going public with her fight. And uh, I don't, I want to see her beat it. I just, uh, I don't know if it's going to happen. And um, Oh, God bless her. I hope she's going to be okay. they got to fix this. they got to fix this disease and get rid of it. Um, I heard they're getting close to a, something for HIV. Uh, there were, were people are excited about the news this week, but I don't know much about it. But um, all the technology we can—I mean, we can be in outer space and, and see a dime on the ground, you know, from like from the moon. But we can't cure cancer or HIV. It's got to take a leap forward uh, medically someday. So I hope we can. But yeah, here's mm. to uh, it's Margaret. What's the last name again? I'm sorry, Margaret Whitten. 
Witten, yes. And uh, to all those fighting that fight, uh, we're with you. Absolutely. Amen to that. What did you, and who else? Somebody else died last week. I saw only a couple ones. So, of course, uh, I mentioned well, one of my Facebook, One of my Facebook yeah. friends, Don Kalfa, who played Ernie in Return of the Living Dead. He oh, was wow. also the inept hitman in Weekend at, Bur- Weekend at Bernie's. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I was Facebook friends with him, and he passed away while, while I was in the hospital. I didn't um, hear much about that in the news. That's the that's a, that's a, that's a sad thing. Um, I did see Ron Glass. Is it Ron Glass died from uh, Oh, Miller? yeah, Ron Glass, uh, mm-hmm. Florence Henderson. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's been a hell of a couple of weeks, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Mm. Um, but what do you remember about the uh, about Prince's movies? Did you like them? <laughs> okay, here's the funny thing. Purple Rain, absolutely a great soundtrack. It's on my top ten. Mm-hmm. The movie itself, I liked it a lot, actually. It took me a few watches to really get into it, and mm-hmm. I dig it. Um, heh, Before I talk about funny, I'm watching the 80s channel right now. As mm-hmm. soon as we started talking about this, Prince's song, 1999, came on. How's that for some funniness? Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so <clears throat> I like Purple Rain. I'm one of the few people that saw Under the Cherry Moon at the movies. Mm-hmm. I actually went to see that. <clears throat> That's the one he did that was in black and white, where he played the gigolo at the, on mm-hmm. the French Riviera. Mm-hmm. It's a great bad movie. <laughs> it's a great bad movie. Yeah. It's a I, great I bad a... movie. I mean, I actually enjoyed <laughs> that one. <laughs> it's such a vanity project. Yeah. That's only, that, the only two that he. That's the only two movies he did, right? It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, well, he did a concert film called Sign of the Times, which I haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Then he did a quasi sequel to Purple Rain called Graffiti Bridge. Again, mm-hmm. I'm one of the few people that saw it at the movies. What a piece of garbage that was. I mean, it's an even bigger vanity project than uh, Under the Cherry Moon. The movie makes no damn sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It, Graffiti Bridge has to be – I think it's on my uh, – I don't know. It's not in my top ten worst movies, but maybe in the top 25. Mm-hmm. It's that bad. And that's the last time he ever stepped behind. He did a movie. After that, he stuck to music. Yeah. He changed his name, right? I'm sorry? And at one point, he changed his name to just a symbol. Yeah, and nobody could pronounce that. Then he became (laughs) – so people just called him the artist formerly known as Prince. Then he went back to Prince. I'll tell you, the guy had talent, but he was weird. <laughs> yeah. But he I was love his weird, but he, Yeah, he was very talented. And they said he's got like 9,000 more songs to uh, to keep putting out there. Um, they could probably last 100 years worth, you know. It, he's got them in a vault. And I don't know how they're going to release them or when they're going to release them. But Well, Prince may crazy. be gone, but his ninjas are still around. That's the team that removes um, – when somebody puts one of his songs on YouTube, they're the ones that, re- that remove it. 
<laughs> so if you try to look up anything from Purple Rain or Under the Cherry Moon, chances are you're not going to find it. Because, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know, some copyright thing or something, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, but, no, Purple Rain, one of the 80s, uh, definitive 80s movies. Um, yeah, I, I I remember seeing it and falling in love with both Vanity and Apollonia. And uh, a little fact I saw is that actually Vanity was originally supposed to be the love interest, but she left the film um, after they did the scene she was in. So they ended up calling it, instead of Vanity Six, they called the band Apollonia Six and brought Apollonia in. Um, I thought that was kind of a cool fact. Interesting. I didn't know that Vanity was supposed to be in that movie. How mm-hmm. interesting. No, and uh, um, less, than a, less than a year after that, she star- co-starred in a movie called The Last Dragon. I remember that title. Was that um? That it was a Bruce uh, Lee, was it? Or no? It was a black themed martial arts movie. Um, okay. The main character uh, idolized Bruce Lee, and it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Very comic bookish. And uh, Vanity looked great in it. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, when we lost this year, too, actually, Vanity. Yeah, you're right. They were like five months apart, I think, or around a couple months apart. Um, like, I think like two months, actually. Yeah, I'd heard that she I mean, she had been involved with drugs, and then eventually she cleaned her act up, but the damage had already been done, I think, and eventually took took its toll on her, sadly. If I'm not mistaken, she left the music business and became like an mm-hmm. evangelist or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She totally changed her, her direction around. Um, but I think the uh, the ghosts from the past uh, were just eating away at her body. So. Yeah, it's a sad story. Mm. Um, I know what we're going, we're going to talk about it. I want to wait until you see it. Um, are you excited for this new Star Wars film that's coming out? The Rogue, the Rogue One? You better believe it. Um, the day I went in the hospital that morning, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you should have seen all the hoops I had to jump through to buy advanced tickets. I don't know mm-hmm. what was going on going on online that day. <coughs> Excuse me, but uh, I just could not get my credit card to go through. Um, a friend of mine finally clued me into another site that I think might have been less jammed. Um, as a result. <laughs> Sorry, I won't be going the night before like I usually do. I'm going on Friday morning, the 16th, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm psyched for it. I think it's going to do pretty well. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm it's excited. going to make nine. I don't think it's going to make 900 million like The Force Awakens did, but no. I think it's going to make a pretty hefty chunk of change. And I think I asked you about this before. So the premise is kind of like um, like when the original Star Wars came out, they were trying to get the uh, they had a, they had already uh, they've already they had already obtained the uh, the, the blueprint for the Death Star. But this is kind of like the story before that, right? Yes, this is how how they obtained the plans for the Death Star. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a mission to break into Empire headquarters, I guess. And mm-hmm. steal those plans, and this is that story. What, so should, um, what do you know? What do you know about any of the new characters? That the girl that you see, do you know anything new about her? Who she is? Well, or? 
With Star Wars, I make it a point not to read into it anything else. I had a very bad experience with Return of the Jedi. Okay. A few months before – well, not long before it came out, somebody printed an article, spoiled Mm -hmm. the whole damn movie. Every plot point was spelled out in the article. I can't believe I sat there and read it. Since then, I don't read too much into these things. I want to go in cold. I want to be surprised. I don't need to know in advance that something like Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father or something. Right, right. <laughs> I don't need yeah, to know any of that. Let's take away. Let's take away from it. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to see that too. I remember seeing the original Star Wars um, in the drive-in movie theater. I don't know which one, but my, we were living in Springfield at the time. I remember my dad taking me. Uh, Probably the one in McDade. Mm-hmm. Well, there was one in McDade. What about the what about the one that was in near the Kmart in Clifton Heights? Was that around then? I don't really know. Hmm. I wish hmm. I knew. It's kind of a, it's a cool story because I just remember going and being in the club. My first movie, anyway, and you know, it was in, at the uh, the drive-in. I wish they'd bring them back. but uh, There is a drive-in hmm. somewhere around the state, um, kind of near the Poconos. I think it's called Betsy's. Yeah, I've seen that. It's kind of cool. I would love to go to it one day. We went there, actually, a few years back. Uh, we were staying Memorial Day weekend at a cabin mm-hmm. in the Poconos. Uh Mm-hmm. One of my wife's employees loaned us the cabin, so it wasn't too far from the drive, and so we decided to go one night. Now, again, mm-hmm. this is Memorial Day weekend. We had to mm-hmm. sit there in heavy coats. For some reason, it was really cold that night, mm-hmm. and it pretty much soured my wife on the whole drive-in thing. <laughs> oh, bummer. Well, um, before you went into the, uh, into the hospital, did you, see any, did you get a chance to see any new movies yet? I uh, sure did. Talk about? Well, Tell me about him. Let me give you a rundown. I saw Allied. That's the one with Brad Pitt and Marion Cotillard. Okay. Now, that's one of the ones I was really, really looking forward to, and I thought it was very good. Mm-hmm. That, that's a World War II romantic drama espionage kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's inspired – I guess you could say you can see the influences of Casablanca on it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really like an old-fashioned movie, like what they used to make back in the '40s. It's really okay. good, and it's and it, it's engrossing. So let's see, I saw that. Um, I saw Bad Santa too. Mm-hmm. Well, I hate myself in the morning, but I laughed. Uh, that damn movie was funny. <laughs> I like the first one. Is it just as good as the first one? Let me put it to you this way. If you like the first one, there's no reason you won't like this one. I, <laughs> I did like the first one. This one I realized it was ridiculous. They're telling the same joke again, but I'm laughing at all the stuff even though it's like, oh, this is so wrong. But right. it's funny. So it has that going for it. Let's see. Okay. I saw the new Disney movie, um, Moana. That's the mm-hmm. one where The Rock does the voice of a demigod. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take my daughters to see it. How was it? Well, your daughter and you are both going to love it. It's probably Disney's best flick since uh, Frozen. Sweet. And let's see. What did I end out? Uh, topped it all off with the Warren Beatty movie, Rules Don't Apply. Not bad, but this isn't going to be his comeback movie. In no. fact, 
It's already on its way out of theaters. Nobody's going to see it. <laughs> He's how old is uh, Warren Beatty now? He's got to be up there. He's seventy nine. Uh, how did he? Could he still have his acting chops, or is it still this all? I, I see Warren Beatty now. I think all about himself. Um, is that how he is in the film, or did he actually do a good he, job with a bad movie? It's not a bad movie. It's mm-hmm. it's not. It's interesting. <laughs> and Warren Beatty's a good actor, but. Mm-hmm. He's 79, and he definitely looks it, and he's playing Howard Hughes, as a, who at the time the movie takes place was probably in his 50s, so he mm-hmm. was just too old for the part. Yeah. Um, he did a good job as Howard Hughes, that. but I don't know. It just seemed like the movie was over long, and uh, he even – you know he put a lot of known actors into small insignificant roles. So that's a bit mm-hmm. distracting because you're playing Spot the Star. Mm-hmm. So it's good, but yeah, it's not terrific. Um, I don't know. <laughs> when I think of Warren, <laughs> when I think of Warren Beatty, mm-hmm. I think of the height of his career was Reds, um, that movie mm-hmm. he directed in '81 about the Russian Revolution. Mm-hmm. I, th- I, remember I still it. Mm-hmm. I still think it's an excellent film. It's not mm-hmm. it's not everybody's cup of tea. Not everybody is interested in like leftist politics in the early part of the 20th century. But yeah. just the fact that he got it made showed he had real clout at the time. Mm-hmm. And it's a fascinating film. I actually saw it at the movies when I was 13 years old. So that shows you how I like advanced I was with my movie going. <laughs> I liked them in uh, uh, Bonnie and Clyde too. I think I remember saying. Did you like that version? Bonnie and Clyde's a classic. Of course, I like it. Mm-hmm. That's one of the first films to show that kind of graphic violence. Yeah, that is an amazing re- movie. Did they redo that recently or no? I think they might have done a TV miniseries about that. I seem to recall something to that effect, but I didn't watch it. I don't even think I'd want to see a remake of that. I'd still want them to re-release it, you know. Um, some movies I just don't want to see them remake, and that's probably one of them. Honestly, Hollywood has it wrong when it comes to remakes. They keep mm-hmm. remaking good movies. Now the, yes. the solution is obvious. Why not? Excuse me. Why not remake bad movies and fix what's wrong? Mm-hmm. It just seems like the obvious solution to Hollywood's problems. I was actually mm-hmm. talking about this with someone in the hospital, one of the nurses. Um, mm-hmm. She asked me about Ben-Hur, um, the remake, which I didn't think mm-hmm. was too bad, but it's not the original. Mm-hmm. So I told her my theory on remakes, and I, there is an example of that. There is a precedent. The 2004 film starring um, Man on Fire with Denzel Washington. Remember that movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's a remake of a 1987 movie starring Scott Glenn. Mm-hmm. And the 1987 movie, it was awful beyond words. I mean, they just did everything wrong possible. The remake, it was better. It was better. So there you go. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, that's a great point. They remake movies that were good instead of remaking movies that should have a second shot. <laughs> uh, so, Hollywood, if you're listening, there's lots of things to fix. 
And, uh, and that's like, and another point that's on a, on a stickler point of mine, like TV shows on television. I really, I'm a sci-fi guy, and I hate, in particular, whenever I find a good sci-fi series on a main, on a main network, they always seem to end them before they get to the, the, the climax of the, of the, of the point of the, the shows. And uh, if you're going to cancel a show, please give them at least one episode, at least to wrap everything up. <laughs> I don't like being left hanging somewhere, you know. Again, so two-pointers. You make good movies and let people show, let show good shows have a fair ending, at least one episode. Well, Firefly handled it well. Mm-hmm. I mean, they went back and made a movie to wrap things up. So they handled that beautifully. And that's one of the only sci-fi shows I ever really ever watched um Firefly. It was one of the only few I enjoyed. I remember the show. I didn't know if they made a, they made a movie about it. Serenity. It was called Serenity. Serenity. It came out about it came out in 2005 because once they released the series on DVD, that was it. Fans were like, okay, now that we've seen the episodes in order, because Fox mm-hmm. showed them out of order, such brilliant minds that run that channel, um, fans wanted to know, okay, so how does it end? So they made this film Serenity, and it basically ties up the story. Mm-hmm. And it's a good movie. So. I liked um... – there's a movie, a TV show. I'm trying to think of it. It was recently. It was, it was John Ritter's son, Jason Ritter, and uh, it was about the coming, the coming of a second world here, kind of like the, the story of Nibiru, if anybody knows that story. Um, and it was a, it was a, almost like the crash of '47 in Roswell. It was a, it was a different crash, except it was in um, the North Pole, and they ended it really abruptly. Um, with the other planet coming into our atmosphere. And I'm like, they got me right to the point where I'm excited to see more. And it was the last episode. And they tried to bring it back up on another uh, network, but I guess it never came through. And I'm trying to find the name of it. Um, I don't recall it myself. No. Oh, where is it? Um, I don't know. I don't waste people's times on here. Uh, I don't know. I'll find it. I'll bring it up another time. <laughs> but Jason Ritter was in a sci-fi show, son of uh, John Ritter, uh, from an, recently, and uh, I still want to see it uh, finished on another network. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, please call in. <laughs> well, it would be nice if they finished a lot of shows that ended up getting canceled. Um, what? Um, good, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to ask you, what, other than Star Wars, what do you, is there anything else you're excited to see coming after the holiday? Absolutely. I am looking forward to La La Land. That's mm-hmm. a musical with Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone. Oh, really? I love a good musical, and they say this one harkens back to the old-fashioned music where mm-hmm. characters break out in song and dance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, let me think. Anything else? Nothing really pops into mind right now. Oh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Yes, Fences. Um, that's an adaptation of an August Wilson play. It stars Denzel Washington and Viola Davis. So I'm looking forward to that, too. Oh, that sounds good. Well, they've been trying to make a movie for years. They were talking about that way back in the 80s. 
Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. wanted to do it, but it just never came through until now. What um, what's your favorite musical from the past? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, there's a lot of musicals I like. Okay, Singing in the Rain, obviously that's a classic. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, the first Grease, it's a lot of fun. But to be mm-hmm. honest, I like Grease too more. <laughs> Somebody was just writing on Facebook today that um, they were doing to redo one of the scenes uh, with somebody because they loved it so much. It's funny you brought that up because I just heard about it today. But it was a cool movie. Mm-hmm. I do have another guilty pleasure musical. What's that? Can't Stop the Music. <laughs> now that one stars, get ready for this, Steve Gutenberg, Bruce Jenner, and the Village People. Oh, my God. It's considered one of the worst movies of all times. It flopped <laughs> awfully at the movies. Oh, and it was directed by Nancy Walker, a.k.a. the Bounty Lady from those commercials. Oh, oh, oh yeah, Bounty. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, I think it's, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I, I think Can't Stop the Music is a lot of fun, and I've showed it to friends of mine who agree with me. That's a fun mm-hmm. movie because it's just – so god awful bad. <laughs> mhm. So that's cool. Well, I want you to uh, rest up, um, and I hope you're the best in, in getting healed up again. Uh, you, you have high tolerance for pain. I'm glad that you're still with us because that's what I know is that's really bad stuff. And uh, for you to get through that, um, I felt I felt for you. Well, thanks and, uh, for all the good wishes, okay. guys. I appreciate that. Oh, you're we um, so hopefully we'll see you next week. We'll hear from you again next week, and uh, looking forward to hearing um, what movies you have some info on next week. But only if you're healthy to see them. If not, stay indoors and rest, please. Well, <laughs> I'm doing okay. I plan to see Office Christmas Party this weekend, so I can okay. let you know how that one is. That sounds like it'll be, be a good film to, film to hear about. Alrighty then. Well, you guys have a great week, and I'll talk to you mo- next week. All right, thanks, George. If anybody wants to follow George or write him or reach out to him, you can reach him at www.movieguy247.com. Uh, it's his website, and you can also reach him at movieguy247 uh, on Facebook. George, thanks, brother. Heal up. You're welcome. Thanks. Good night. Thanks, man. Uh, we're going to go to commercial now. Um, actually, before we go to commercial, um, we have a caller on the line. Um, it's a regular caller. It's our friend Dina. Dina, are you there? Yes, I am here. Dina Cantagallo, I'm, how are you? I'm okay. Yeah, you I'm hanging in there. You don't sound it. You sound a little down. Are you okay tonight? Um, not really. I've been, what you know. Happens? Oh, it's just you know a month ago today. You know, after I told you the last time that we have spoken, I'm still waiting on a court hearing. For I filed charges against that guy. I told Lillian online, like, I don't know if she's online tonight with you, but, um, yeah, she had reached back to me, like, a couple days ago. I just never got back to her, and I'm just waiting on a court hearing, and I think they had spoken to him about it, but I'm not mm-hmm. too sure. I haven't called out there because I've been, like, I've just been letting them do their job instead of, you know, being, you know, harassing them all the time. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, 
I'm trying to, like, deal with everything that's coming, you know. And then my hamster passed away today. Like, I woke up this what? morning and he's like, yeah, I just posted him, like, before Thanksgiving. Yeah. I woke up this morning. I'm like, seriously? My hamster died and then Kayla's crusting a gecko, leopard gecko died. I was like, really? This happened? And then my aunt died, like, last week, too. It's like oh, everybody's um, dying. It's like crazy. I'm sorry to hear about so, your aunt. Um, yeah. It's, it's crazy. 2016. 2016 should be uh, otherwise known as the year of the doom. Because it's, yep. it's just so many people have passed away, either uh, personally or um, people that in, in the media. It, it's just uh, it's crazy. It's just been a really bad year. As I said, I was saying earlier, I said, I hope 2017. They find a cure for cancer or HIV or something yeah. to offset all these these great losses. Um, it's just a sad it's year. It's like when, um, like I, the Brady the Brady Bunch woman died. I was like, what? I would Lawrence, watch the Brady Lawrence Bunch Anderson. like every single day. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's a sad thing. Like crazy. She, um, she was everybody's mom on television. You know, if you grew up yeah. in the eighties, seventies, uh, or nineties, you, you knew Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Brady was. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. And you so had I, a um, yeah, a quick question. You had a rabbit that died this year too, right? Yeah, Max. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember hearing reading about that. That was sad. Yeah. So what happened? Crazy. So good luck. Good luck with your court um hearing. So yeah, I'm hoping everything goes well. I don't know if he had um talked to him yet or not, but I was like really going crazy, like. I'm still devastated so, by it. Cause... Yeah, go ahead. So can I can I share with the listeners what, what we're talking about again, so they so they have an idea? Sure, sure. Um, Dina called in a few weeks ago, and uh, she had purchased some Chinese food, and she went in to pick it up, and the uh, owner of the store uh, touched her inappropriately when she picked up the food, and uh, she called in for advice, and uh, we definitely said not to let it go that she should. Uh, Report him, and I think she has, and uh, she'll be going to court, and that's why she's calling tonight to tell us about that. And I want to wish her well. Um, Thank you, guys. And uh, anybody who's touched inappropriately, uh, male or female, um, it's your body, and uh, don't be violated. Um, don't let anybody touch you. That's supposed to definitely report it. Um, and then on that one, oh, I reported so all right. I had to. I swear I did. It was like the most. Like, I did it that week, that Friday night, when they told me to come in to um, file a report, so that's what I did. So then since then, like, I called a week ago from today, and I talked to the detective, and then one of my friends that are on my Facebook, this guy Rick, he actually called and spoken to the detective, and the detective said, you know, He's going to talk to him. He's going to bring him in. And, you know, I haven't heard anything since then. So. Oh, you should definitely so call hopefully. the police station. Yeah, you should definitely call before you go in. Yeah. To make sure you hear what it's, – it's, I'm sorry they didn't get back to you because you definitely should know what you're up against, you know, when you get in there. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, but then I've been seeing this woman and serve, like, for the sexually abuse. I've been seeing mm-hmm. this woman, Julia Barry, so I see her again on Thursday because she's been helping mm-hmm. me with it, too. So, yeah. So I just thought so I'd call in to give you a heads up on everything. No, thank so, you. Uh, be- before we welcome. leave, 
um, we were talking about Prince tonight uh, because he's somebody else really? and this year. Prince died this year. What is your favorite? Before you go, what is your favorite Prince song? My favorite Prince song? Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. Um, oh, gosh. I, I remember Princess and Dance Party loved him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, I yes. remember her. I like that one song, like the right car. That, I can't think of that name. The um, 1999 or something. It's oh, called. yeah. I want to party. Yeah, I want to party like yes. 1999. It's a great song. That is like my favorite song. So where's my girl Lily in that? Is she okay? <laughs> How's yeah, she doing? Yeah, she's traveling. No, she's supposed to be calling in. Uh, she's flying into Travon a little bit, yeah. She, uh, hopefully she'll get a chance to come before we hang up. Um, for the Aww. evening. But, uh, I love that. She's not going to call yet. She'll definitely be back next week. Um, yes. We're there. You're doing it tonight by yourself. <laughs> I can handle it. Yeah. Yeah. So I how's know, the wife and she, kids doing? Uh, everybody's good. Yeah, everybody's good. Did um, you see Alvin singing last week? Spicy? No, I know he was at oh Howard's my God. Casino uh, at the bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alvin's I was going to go. Mm-hmm. That was he crazy. performed at the, uh, at the block, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good friend. I uh, hope he had a good, good, good showing out, good showing for that. I hope so, so too. Um, I mean, he's a sweetheart. I'll definitely have him calling as a special guest one of these nights if he's up for it. Um, yeah, you have to because, like, I'll be getting on the mm-hmm. phone with him. <laughs> like, well, spicy. Look forward to that. I haven't asked him yet, but I'll definitely reach out and ask him to give, her, give yeah, him a call. Yeah, ask him. I, mm-hmm. Or maybe I'll, like, ask him or something like that. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'll give him a call. Hey, Dina, good luck tomorrow. All right. Uh, Thank you Thanks so for much, calling Chris. in. We'll you're welcome. You soon. All right, Chris. Everybody, Bye. thanks so much. Everybody, stay tuned. We're going to go to a quick commercial break. Um, if you want to jot the number down, it's 718-508-9883. Uh, we have about a little bit less than a half hour left of the show. If you want to talk about uh, Pearl Harbor anniversary, uh, Prince, uh, Prince's Purple Rain, uh, the movie or the song or his music or anything 80s or anything in general. I'll be here to talk about it with you. So give us a call back and stay tuned. We'll see you in a few minutes. Thanks. Attention business owners, website owners, event promoters, or anyone looking to promote your product. The Totally Driven Entertainment Radio Network is the perfect way to spread the word of your business around the world. That's right. You can advertise at our network and be played on all of our shows at rates that are so cheap. It's a no-brainer. For more information, contact Bay Ragney at bayragney at gmail.com. To keep your business driven, stay driven with Totally Driven Entertainment. Hey, everybody. This is Nick Wilkinson with TV Nation and Totally Driven Radio and Entertainment. Sadly, each year, approximately 3.6 million children become victims of child abuse. My latest ebook, Child Abuse, The Ripple Effect, explores the long-lasting effects abuse can have on victims. Explore life after the abuse ends and how we cope with the tragedies of the past. Child Abuse, The Ripple Effect is available on Kindle for only 99 cents. And don't forget to check out my website, actingnotreacting.com, a common-sense approach to teens in crisis. Let's work together and make this world a better place. And remember, stay driven. Are you a fan of Sherlock Holmes? Letters from Holmes offers unique, one-of-a-kind letters from the world-famous detective himself. Handwritten on 8.5-inch by 11-inch aged parchment paper and using smudge-free ink to produce original, high-quality letters that fans will treasure for years to come. 
Each letter is handcrafted and written from the perspective of Sherlock Holmes, mimicking Holmes's native tongue and embracing many of the famous detective's quirks, quips, insults and peculiarities. Order a love letter, birthday greeting, personal correspondence or more only at www.etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash letters from homes. Are you looking for a mortgage for that new home? Do you want to refinance to a lower rate, obtain cash out, or consolidation? If so, call Anthony Muscarella of Advisors Mortgage Group. Advisors Mortgage Group is a mortgage banker and loan our own money to First Lien Mortgage Loans. We have built a platform for a seamless and stress-free mortgage process, which remains our number one goal for all of our customers. We understand that success cannot be obtained without teamwork and communication, two of our most important strengths. If you're looking to apply for a loan or simply Simply have some questions. Please don't hesitate to give Anthony Muscarella a call at 732-749-3333, extension 12, who, by the way, has been recognized by Mortgage Executive Magazine as being one of the top 1% of originators in America. That number again, call Anthony Muscarella at 732-749-3333, extension 12, where we tailor our loans to meet your needs. Advisors Mortgage Group is an equal housing opportunity lender licensed by the New Jersey Department of Banking and Insurance. Branch NMLS number 173453. Loan Officer NMLS number 111400. Welcome back. I'm Chris Kelly from ADCV. I'm here live on Totally Driven Radio. My co-host, Lillian Narodowski, this evening has been traveling. Um, I was hoping she was going to going to try and call in if she left the uh, airport this evening. I'm not quite sure if she's going to be able to call in before we end the tonight's show or not, but uh, Lillian will return next week as scheduled. Uh, tonight we had a good show. Um, even without her, it was kind of sad. But we did talk about um, the anniversary of Pearl Harbor. It's the 75th anniversary this week. Um, please remember everybody we lost um, in 1941, December 7th, a day that will live in infamy. Um, and salute to all of our um, our military here and abroad, uh, past and present and future. Um, lives being taken care of, so it's something we should never forget. Um, and they should be honored. Also, we talked about Prince, uh, who was also taken from us this year. Uh, 2016 has been the year of doom. Uh, Prince was taken um, earlier this year, and uh, we talked about the movie, Purple Rain, Under the Cherry Moon, some of his music, and some of your favorites. If you want to call in and share some of your favorite thoughts and memories of Prince, um, the number again is 718-508-9883. We also heard from Doug Eager from the class of 84. Uh, It's an 80s tribute band. You can see their website at www.com. Classof84band.com. You can also find them on Facebook, Class of 84. We also spoke with George Wath, um, who's the Movie Guy 24-7. You can find his website at www.movieguy247.com, or you can find him on Facebook as well. Again, that's George Rother. I think for the last few, uh, little bit of time we have left here, we should talk about some of the others that we lost um, in the year 2016. Um, and the list is awfully long. And I think uh, from now until the end of the year, uh, maybe we should pick some of these out and highlight them, just as we did Prince this evening. And um, definitely, uh, they should not be forgotten. 
So if anybody wants to call in and share uh, their memories of anyone that was lost, again, the number tonight is 718-508-9883. So let's start. Uh, I'll go on for the next 10 minutes, and uh, we'll decide if we want to go on until 10 o'clock or not. We'll give Lillian a little bit more time to call in. So uh, Motorhead singer Lemmy Kilmister died of cancer at the age of 70 on December 28th. Um, so that was just before the new year. Um, and it's kind of sad, but I think they kind of kicked it off. But after he died, um, in 2016, we lost Natalie Cole, David Bowie, Alan Rickman. Um, and it just kept on going and going and going. Uh, if anybody doesn't remember Natalie Cole... Um, she was the music legend daughter of uh, Nat King Cole, who, and she died on New Year's Eve at the age of uh, 65. Uh, Pat Harrington also died. Does anybody know who Pat Harrington is? If you don't, um, he was also known as Schneider in the 1970s sitcom One Day at a Time. And uh, gosh, what was what was the family's name on one day at a time? This is uh, I got a question for Mr. Messenger here, uh, our engineer. What was the family name uh, on one day at a time? What was the mother's? No, not good. Um, Mrs. When Schneider would come into the room. He'd say, "Mrs. So and So." Let me look that up real quick. One day at a time. And what was the name of it? Bonnie Franklin was the name of the actress. And uh, also had uh, Mackenzie Phillips and Valerie Bertinelli as the daughters. Romano. That's the name. Schneider would come in and say, hey, Mrs. Romano, how you doing? How can I help you today? What do you need fixed, Mrs. Romano? And he wasn't always the best or quickest person to come and uh, Fix something that the house needed. The apartment, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Um, Mr. Messenger, you're included in my celebrity list here. If you have an idea of um, <laughs> people I'm going to talk about. So, um, who else died? Okay. This is a huge singer. I mentioned him a little bit a few minutes ago. Um, okay, i got to share this one. David Bowie. He died on January 10th. Uh, two days after his 69th birthday. What were your favorite David Bowie songs? Um, the songs of the 80s, what were your favorite songs of his? Um, I always remember, Put on your red shoes and dance the blues. Uh, that was a catchy song. And uh, Under Pressure, that was a great one with um, Freddie Mercury. Uh, David Bowie left too. So what a year this has been. We've lost a lot of great classics. Um, who else? This, I'm looking at this list. It's huge. Alan Rickman. Um, he was the Harry Potter actor and the diehard villain. Uh, he died of cancer as well at the age of 69. Celine Dion's husband, Renee Angelou, uh, died on January 14th. Um, not that I was a fan of his, um, but somebody I knew who he was. And uh, rest in peace, Renee. Here's one for you. David Margulies. He was a character who played the Ghostbusters mayor and the Ace Ventura doctor. Uh, he died on January 11th um, at the age of 78. 
Uh, here's some more. Uh, Mr. Messenger says, what about Abe Bogota? Abe Bogota was Fish uh, on Barney Miller. And he also had a short-lived series of his own names, Fish. I loved Abe Bogota. What a cool guy he was. He was also Tessio in The Godfather. <laughs> Who can forget Tessio? We also lost Glenn Fry of the Eagles. Um, if anybody has a favorite Glenn Fry song, put it on my Facebook page. Let us know what it was. Vanity, of course, she died um, in February, uh, and she was uh, Prince's girl for a while. And uh, somebody uh, who's a newer celebrity uh, also died this year, and she was beloved by many, uh, Big Ange of Mobwads. I mean, it's only been a couple minutes, and we just went through like 20 people. I can't um, believe how many people passed away this year. I'm hoping that uh, 2017 goes in reverse, and we hear about people uh, being saved. Here's another one. Gary Shandling. Um, The Gary Shandling Show. If anybody watched that, he's a great comedian, um, good actor. Uh, He also died. Gosh, the list keeps on going. I'm not even going to my list. This is people telling me uh, who they remembered. Ken Howard from The White Shadow. Who watched The White Shadow when they were younger? I did. Um, It was a good show. Ken Howard was another great actor. The list just goes on and on and on. Um, People we lost. I I still can't get over what has happened this year. Here's another one. Hey, you like this one, Mr. Messenger? Dan Haggerty. Grizzly Adams. Actor in 70 star, best known for his beard and rugged looks. He died of cancer again, another death from cancer, at the age of 74 on January 15th. I loved uh, Grizzly Adams. Um, Ken Howard from The White Shadow. We said that one already. Here's another one. Patty Duke died. So did Merle Haggard. Um, Sadness in the country world. China, the wrestler China. if you watched wrestling in the 80s and the 90s, you knew who China was. Um, God, uh, hey, what was her real name? I'm trying to remember. China the Wrestler. Jody. Um, Joni, Joni, Joni Lauer. That's right. Um, I really liked her. I was a fan of hers. Um, sad that she, uh, she passed away so young because she was in our age bracket, I believe. Well, so this goes on. What else have we got? And before this year end, I don't want to see any more celebrities or anybody else I know pass away. It's just been an unbelievable year. Let me look at my magic list here again of, of uh, who we lost here. Um, uh, not many people know this person, but Dale Buffin Griffin, drummer and co-founder of Mata Hoople. Remember that song? Hey, all you young dudes. Um, that was, uh, the drummer passed away. Um, who else here? Oh, I said Glenn Fry. Um, Jimmy Bain. He was a former Dio and Rainbow bassist. He died at 68 over the, over, uh, the weekend of January 22nd to 24th. Um, so many people keep going. Ah, oh, this list is unbelievable. We had Muhammad Ali, the greatest boxer of all time. Um, we lost, we lost Champ. He, uh, what a true inspiration Muhammad Ali was. Um, 
since the age of being a kid, being born in 1970, I mean, I remember watching my television, seeing my TV commercials, on talk shows, and uh, what an inspiration that man was, and what a hard fighter he was. Speaking of fighters, we also lost Kimbo Slice, um, street fighter turned professional UFC fighter, um, who also died, I think, at the age of 42 this year. I think he had a massive uh, heart attack, I believe, um, out of nowhere. And I was a fan of Kimbo Slice as well. I always want to see Kimbo Slice fight, um, uh, who was it, Brock Lesnar. Hey, who do you think would have won in a real fight between Kimbo Slice and Brock Lesnar? Would Brock Lesnar would have had that one hands down? I'm asking Mr. Messenger here. He says Kimbo Slice, really? Wow. Gordy Howe of the Flyers. Gary Marshall also passed away. Gary Marshall brought us many TV shows like Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley. Um, if you grew up in the 70s and 80s, you knew who Gary Marshall was. Um, Kenny Baker. Nobody knows who Kenny Baker is. Kenny Baker can be named up in four in, in two letters and, and, and two numbers. And they go together, like R2-D2. Kenny Baker. R2-D2 passed away. It's... Um, this list, I just can't get, believe it how long it goes. Uh, and speaking of fighters again, if you watched wrestling, I guess in the 70s and the 80s, there was somebody named Mr. Fuji. He also passed away. Uh, rest in peace, Mr. Fuji. Another one of my favorites, um, I can't believe this list, was um, from one of my favorite movies growing up, um, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And no, I'm not talking about the newer one with Johnny Depp. I'm talking about the original. Um, in a world of true imagination, we lost Gene Wilder, uh, one of my favorite actors of uh, all time. Um, good person, great actor, great comedian. And uh, yeah, I miss him a lot. The Arquette family lost a sibling. They lost Alexis Arquette. The world of golf lost one of their celebrities, one of their heroes. If you like to drink, a drink called the Arnold Palmer, um, it's, a, it's the person he's named after also passed away. Rip Arnold Palmer. <laughs> Mr. Messenger says that list bumped him out. Still have a list to go through as well. Um, let's see who I have who you didn't recall. Um, but if anybody wants to call in, we have nine minutes left. Left, Give us a call. Tell us what you remember uh, about who died this year and uh, why they meant so much to you. The number here is 718-508-9883. Again, Lillian was traveling tonight. She's sorry she wasn't able to call in. She has nine minutes to do so. She still can. <laughs> if not, she will be back next week, I promise. Um, but let's go back to our celebrity list of people we lost this year. I... I I can't get over the list from this year. Um, Paul Katner. Paul was the Jefferson Airplane co-founder and the guitarist. He died at age 74 on January 28th. Um, Who is this? Oh, Maurice White. That's a good one. A founding member of disco fun group Earth, Wind, and Fire. He died on uh, February 3rd at age 74. I don't think I've ever seen a list of celebrity deaths in one year greater than what happened this year. And um, 
uh, this is just the beginning of the list I'm looking at. I can't. This just goes on and on and on. Um, Vanity we mentioned earlier. We lost um, George Gaines. George played, uh, he starred on Punky Brewster, and he played Commandant Lassard in all seven of the Academy movie, of the Police Academy movies. Who remembers the Police Academy movies from the 80s? That's a whole topic in itself. I need to do a whole episode on the Police Academy. That was a great, they were great movies. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Messenger says, and the year isn't even over yet. I said that earlier. I, I, I'm praying we don't lose anybody else uh, in the remaining uh, days of this last month of the year. Uh, 2016. What a bummer. Uh, I see you're writing something else, Mr. Messenger. Former 49ers uh, defensive end Larry Roberts passed away today. Oh, my God. Larry Roberts. Rip. May you rest in peace. Um, Harper Lee, the Pulitzer uh, Prize-winning author of To Kill a Mockingbird, died on February 19th at the age of 89. I believe she had a, a follow-up book, The Killer Mockingbird, that was released this year as well that she kept. Um, she never released earlier, but she did before she passed away. And uh, I haven't read it. I don't know anything about it. Um, but I'm curious, curious to hear what other people um, have to say who did. So if we want to share that, also call in another episode and let us know. Who else do we have here? We have Sonny James. He was a country singer, and his, one of his big hits was called Young Love. Um, he died on February 22nd, the age of uh, 87. Um, who else? This this list, I'm telling you, I'm looking at this and my eyes are falling out of my head because it's almost like a long red carpet that is still unraveling all the way up to the to the heavens, uh, full of names. We have uh, Lenny Baker. He was the voice of Shanana, Duwap Hit, Blue Moon. Um, Blue Moon. Uh, he died at February 24th at the age of 69. Oh my gosh, here's another one. I forgot about this one. Tony Burton. If everybody knows me, you know I'm a huge Special Stallone and even bigger Rocky Balboa fan. Um, Tony Burton was Apollo Creed's trainer, uh, Duke, in the six Rocky movies. He died on February 25th at the age of 78. Uh, the character Duke was instrumental in the Rocky film um, because he was uh, Apollo's, uh, you know, favorite, one of his close confidants. It was his, his trainer. And after he died um, in Rocky Balboa, uh, Duke comes back to give uh, Rocky Balboa uh, some training and how to fight his exhibition match, so to speak, in Rocky Balboa. And uh, it was good to see um, the bonding of Duke coming to help um, his former trainee's um, adversary uh, turn best friend. And it's good to see an old face. I love the Rocky movies and uh, trying to remember every single character. And uh, I'm very sad to uh, see when one of them passes away. Um, here we go. George Kennedy, tough guy actor, best known for Cool Hand Luke and the Naked Gun movies. He died February 28th at the age of 91. I cannot believe this list. And I want to know where all my callers are this evening. Everybody's being quiet. 
Is everybody sulking uh, because of the Eagles? Or you just miss Lillian and you're uh, tired of me? That better not be the case. Um, I wanted to say I appreciate everybody for listening and uh, giving us support to the webisodes. Uh, we've gotten a lot of calls of people who want to participate in them, and uh, I'm honoring each and every one of those uh, requests because um, it's about everybody, about what I remember, what you remember, what we remember about the 80s, and uh, just fun times and more. It doesn't always have to be about the 80s. It can always be about the more. So we have four minutes left. Um, I see – let me just pick two more celebrity deaths to talk about. Um, one of them was uh, Frank Sinatra, Jr., um, I never saw him sing in person. I've seen him online. I thought he was a great singer. Not as good as his dad, but he had his dad's heart. And um, he definitely still could, could carry his dad's songs and uh, his spirit. He died of uh, cardiac arrest on March 16th. And let me pick one more. I'll finish this list next week because it's just so gigantic. Um, Blackjack Mulligan. Former New York uh, Jets uh, players. He was also a 70s WWE star and father of pro wrestlers Barry Windham and Kendall Windham and a former um, SU wrestler Mike Rotundo and the grandfather of Brad Wyatt and Bo Dallas. He died at April 7th at the age of 73. I have to pick up this list next week because this is a uh, – I just cannot – this list is, is unbelievable of celebrities lost this year. Um, and we're going to, have to pick it up next week. But again, I just want to say thank you for everyone um, who's called in tonight, everybody who listens, everybody who's been writing to me online this evening, and uh, for your continued support on our radio shows. I want to remind you that the season two of Chris Kelly from ADC TV will be happening in uh, the next week or so. And uh, we have a lot of good things in store. We'll continue with the webisodes. We'll also continue with the radio episodes. And we want to hear from you. So write comments on our Facebook page at Chris Kelly from 80s TV. You can find us on Instagram at Chris Kelly from 80s TV. You can find us on our website at Chris Kelly from 80s TV.com. You can also find me at Twitter at Chris Kelly TV. We want to hear from you. And you can find us on YouTube. You can see uh, episodes of former uh, shows that we've done. And you can also see episodes on our official webpage. So check them out. Uh, tell us what you like and what you want to see more of. Uh, we'd love to hear it. And if anybody wants to tape a one- to two-minute uh, message that they're okay with us putting into one of our episodes, I would love to air it. So uh, don't forget that. And uh, if you have a camera lens handy, just, just do like a one- to two-minute video saying, I love my name so-and-so. And uh, I want to share with Chris Kelly from 80s TV, my favorite memory from the 80s, and talk about it in less than two minutes. With your permission, we'd like to include it in one of our episodes. So uh, I also want to give thanks to the network that we were on. We were on the Totally Driven Radio. Uh, totally Driven has its own uh, TV radio show that comes on on Thursday nights from 8 to 11, hosted by none other than my, my good friend, my brother, uh, creator of Totally Driven Entertainment and, and uh, Totally Driven Radio, Bay Ragney. Um, Bay has great guests. He has fun conversations. And uh, we just want to see everybody contact us, man. Reach out to us. Call into uh, Totally Driven. Call into here at uh, Chris Kelly from Eddie's TV. We are on the move, and we have some big plans ahead in 2017, and we want everybody to be along for the ride. Um, 
stay driven, be driven. And if you live near us, be totally Delco driven. <laughs> and uh, I just want to say thank you again to everybody. Have a good night. And uh, I'm signing off. See you next week, guys. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.